At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM is all of your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much, much more. Download the BetMGM app today or stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Dave Ross back with you here on the Lombardi Line here at South Point Casino in fabulous Las Vegas. And look who it is. Wes Reynolds, you know, (laughs) sometimes they try to get you away from me and then we just drag you back in, my friend. Thanks for coming in here. On a Saturday morning, and I, I have to, I'd be remiss with all the things going on in the sports calendar today. And it, I don't know where it ranks in the short list of days for you, but it's as good a sports calendar betting day mm-hmm. as you might find in the entire calendar. When you've got a championship boxing match, you've got UFC 274, you've got Formula One in Miami, you've got, of course, Major League Baseball. We're going to talk about the Wells Fargo Championship in D.C., uh, the, the running of the Roses, hence your Rose, NHL, NBA playoffs. It doesn't get a whole lot better than this. Yeah, it's certainly the most diverse sporting uh, betting day really amongst the calendar here. So uh, the run for the Roses, the 148th Kentucky Derby going to take place at Churchill Downs down in Louisville. Mm-hmm. And I know we're going to get into that later in the hour and then really throughout the afternoon here on VEASAN. But we have a Formula One race down in Miami. The Miami Grand Prix is uh, Liberty Media, the owners of Formula One, an American-based media company. 
are trying to expand Formula One in North America. And coincidentally enough, it just got announced that if you've ever watched the Netflix series Drive to Survive. That's what Steven's been just pounding. Yes, and it has grown the ratings of Formula One wow. and grown the popularity of it in this country. So it just got renewed for seasons five and six. So that, I think, is really the most uh, responsible for the ratings growth. And ESPN has done really good numbers on Sunday morning because those races are on super early mm -hmm. in the day. But they take the Sky Sports coverage. Sky Sports, of course, is the U.K. network. And, you know, it just kind of sounds more authentic, less <laughs> commercials. And they run it as it runs internationally. So we have that. Of course, we have a big UFC 274 oh, down in Phoenix. Uh, no, uh, uh, a half title fight, I guess, is what it's called What's because uh, uh, Du Bronx, Charles yeah. Oliveira, lost the strap on the scale yesterday, half pound over at 155 and a half. So Justin Gaethje is the only guy that can win the title. Oliveira can still win the fight, mm -hmm. but he doesn't get his belt back. So there's that going on. Then, of course, usually the weekend closest to Cinco de Mayo here in Las Vegas. That means Canelo Alvarez is going to be it. fighting against Bivol tonight uh, on the Las Vegas Strip. So, busy Saturday. Uh, first and foremost, Steven should get a cut for every time we mention uh, Drive for Survive because he's been saying it, and it's really helped indoctrinate mm -hmm. the American fan base well, into Formula One. And that's a major reason why uh, myself and Mikhail Miranda, who mm -hmm. is one of our crack production crew here at VSEN and a super F1 fan, we actually started a podcast this week. Uh, it's growing. Racing Lines is the name. We may change the name, but nevertheless, it's going to be a Formula One podcast that we are doing every time that they are racing around the world. And, uh, uh, our COO, Bill 80, is a big fan of the Netflix Drive to Survive. So he's like, what do you think about doing an F1 podcast? I'm like, sure. Hey. Why not? You, you know, guys it's, are growing, it's growing in betting handles. So we're going to do that every Wednesday. It's going to be released either Wednesday night or Thursday morning, the week of a race. I can guarantee that I will be tailing after listening to that podcast. Uh, very quickly, I don't know if we're going to prom, but I see... This course well, size. As you could tell, the way it's put on here, the last time I put one of these on, I think was for a prom or a wedding, maybe about 15 or 20 years ago, because I, we do not have the wardrobe consultant no. on the weekends here no. at Decent. So this was, a, this was a last minute rush job. This was a pull it out of the box and try to put it on. But uh, nevertheless, it is the run for the roses. So. Uh, that's what we've got. It is very something about Maryish, and I absolutely applaud the effort. Uh, let's get to the derby here. We had Patrick Maher on uh, in the first hour. I'm so excited for Patrick to actually witness his first ever Kentucky Derby. And mm -hmm. he, he says, Wes, it, it is all the things that we would imagine yeah. it to be, right? That it, it literally it's, is. It's the Super Bowl uh, of horse racing today, and it does have a different feel. And it's a bucket list sports, yeah. uh, you know, one-day event because there's always those events that are bucket list events, the match. Masters. Yes. Or, you know, if you've uh, gone to a Super Bowl, a Super Bowl or an NBA World playoffs, Series. Stanley Cup sure. playoffs, uh, Indianapolis 500, mm -hmm. which will be, I believe, in about three Sundays from tomorrow uh, back home in Indiana. So that event, the Kentucky Derby, it's just those things that you got to go to one time. It's not just about the sporting competition or if you've got a bet on the event. It's about the pageantry. No doubt. It's about the prelude. It's about the singing of the anthem, the singing of, in this case, my old Kentucky home. Mm -hmm. it, for the Indy 500, it's back home again in Indiana. So it's all about the pageantry and the color and the fashion. And, you know, I think Patrick's just going to have a wonderful time yeah, there today. I don't know if he's going to have a fantastic hat on, but I hope he does. Something to, to rival that corsage. So let me ask you this. From a betting perspective here, when you have a 20-horse race like you do at the Derby, 
How do you go about it? Because, again, I'm becoming more educated in this space. I'm not one to clearly be called an expert when it comes to horse racing and certainly the analysis of it. But it seems like horses on the inside do not fare well. As Patrick laid out, the horse coming out of the one hole has mm-hmm. not won the Kentucky Derby since his Tigers won the World Series, and that was in 1984. Yeah, you don't want to really be on the rail here, which was uh, kind of unfortunate because – this might have been a contender, this being Mo Donegal, who I think still will get some support because of the combination of the trainer and jockey. Mm-hmm. Todd Pletcher uh, uh, won the Kentucky Derby, I believe, at least three times. Irad Ortiz Jr., one of the better jockeys in the entire world of horse racing. But they did get the unfortunate uh, one hole on the rail. Morning line was 10, and now I'm seeing the odds down to 8-1. to one. So it, uh, they are getting some support. But usually you kind of want to be more toward the middle of the track, obviously the outside lane. Mm-hmm. is the furthest lane that doesn't differ from auto racing because it takes longer to get around the outside and you got to cover more ground. So usually you like to be in, in that middle, but uh, we'll see if uh, Mo Donegal can get it done. Obviously the big story around the Kentucky Derby is who's not going to be at the Kentucky Derby. And uh, there are going to be a lot of casual fans that maybe only bet one horse race yeah. a year. And it's this race, the Kentucky Derby, the run for the roses. And they're going to be asking, where's the white-haired guy? Where's Bob Baffert? <laughs> and the white-haired guy is the aforementioned Bob Baffert because he now has a two-year ban mm. from Kentucky due to, uh, obviously, the events that happened here at Churchill Downs last year. Right. Being a spirit, being uh, for, for uh, I, I don't even, I can't even pronounce the substance, but nevertheless, <laughs> it was against the rules and Bob Baffert serving a two-year ban. So if you notice the name on your program or in your daily racing form today of Tim Yachtin, Tim Yachtin has been a longtime trainer, worked in the Baffert barn. Mm-hmm. So when you see a couple of these horses, and one being Messier in the sixth spot, I believe I see him at seven to one. That's right. Johnny V, John Velasquez is going to be in the irons. That is a Bob Baffert trained horse, as is uh, Taiba, who won the Santa Anita Derby, who I bet in that race and uh, may come forward today. Seeing Taiba actually in the morning line price was a 12 to one. Mike Smith in the irons, money Mike Smith, who's won the Kentucky Derby on a couple of occasions in his own right. That's another Bob Baffert horse, but it'll be Tim Yachtin as the trainer for it. So uh, we will not see Bob Baffert, but he will be a big topic of discussion today at Churchill. Downs. We will see his horses out there for sure. We're going to have Jeremy Plonk here in just a couple minutes uh, to join us from Churchill Downs to talk more about the Derby. I also mentioned the golf, and we had you on yesterday, and great analysis as always here uh, from Wells Fargo. That's going on in my old stomping grounds in Washington, D.C. Of course, I know very well. So like when I'm watching it on TV West, I'm like, oh, Oh, yeah, I, I parred that hole. Oh, yeah, I made birdie there on three. So I, I got to ask you, because it is a question I asked you yesterday. Now, 24 hours later, Jason Day is still there. And so I asked to ask myself, like, what, what year is it that Jason Day? It, it's, it seems almost inexplicable that he hasn't won a tournament in forever. Do you think he can actually hold on here uh, to this 36-hole lead? It's tough to say a definitive yes or no, really. And you mentioned Jason Day. Actually, the last event he won was the 2018 Wells Fargo Championship, which was held in its usual venue, Quail Hollow, down in Charlotte, North Carolina. They're at TPC Potomac at Avenal Farm Mm -hmm. this year because the President's Cup is going to be hosted later this September at the – Quail Hollow Golf Club in Charlotte, North Carolina. So Jason Day, three-shot lead, uh, has not been in contention in a long time. And I think one of the reasons why is because the poor guy, and I feel like I'm trashing him by saying this, he's kind of made a glass, Dave. Yeah. He's had knee issues. He's back had shoulder issues. issues. He's had back issues. He's had 
illnesses, including non-COVID related illnesses. Mm -hmm. So you wonder, you know, if he can hold up here for, for 72 holes. This guy was the former number one player in the world, by the way, in the official world golf rankings. So Jason Day, I believe I'm looking at BetMGM. I believe plus the price is plus 175. Yeah. Max Homa, who uh, one of our guests on Long Shots, James Mazzola, actually pointed out this week. Max Homa, the second choice at minus seven. He is currently plus 550. Denny McCarthy, 14 to one. Keegan Bradley, 14 to one. My nearest pursuer is Matthew Fitzpatrick at 16 to one. Now he is six back. However, we are expected to get some weather this mm -hmm. afternoon in the DMV in the DC, Maryland, Virginia area. And uh, if it's getting rainy and windy, that could play into the hands of a guy like Matt Fitzpatrick or a guy like Tyrrell Hatton, two Englishmen used to playing in inclement weather. So this, this leaderboard, I think, is going to dramatically change by about six o'clock Eastern this afternoon. Sergio Garcia, by the way, is 60 to one right now to uh, win this tournament over the weekend. And what a bizarre 48 <laughs> hours it's been for Serge uh, in Washington, D.C., basically saying on a hot mic, he can't wait to get out of here, not out of D.C., off the PGA Tour. So those were very interesting comments. It gets into a whole nother can of words with the Saudi Golf League, which is going to be starting up in earnest in not too yeah, short that's order. That's going to be the big topic over the next month in the golf world. Keep in mind, in two weeks, we do have the PGA Championship. Yeah. And usually, okay, the second major of the year is going to be the topic, but this is just going to get more and more discussion as more and more guys are announced for this uh LIV Golf League that uh, Greg Norman and the government of Saudi Arabia are behind. I can't wait to leave this tour a couple more weeks and I won't have to deal with you anymore. Who's you? <laughs> who are you? Who is you, Serge? It's not that Your bad. Your tour who I've made $54 million <laughs> off of. <laughs> when we come back and talk with Jeremy Plonk, all things Kentucky Derby, come on back and just Lombardi on on these and these sports betting networks. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? 
I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have know to do that saying? with Some everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. First Bet wants to get you ready for horse racing's Triple Crown with a great offer for new customers. Sign up now with promo code VEGAS22 and bet at least $25 in the Kentucky Derby today, and you're going to receive $25 in free bets for both the Preakness and the Belmont Stakes. But you must sign up with First Bet by using the code VEGAS22 to qualify. Register today with code VEGAS22 at vsan.com slash horses. Back alongside Wes Reynolds, I am Dave Ross. This is the Lombardi Line right here on VEASAN and West. We are ready to talk more Kentucky Derby. Your corsage being put to good use today. Jeremy Plonk joins us today. Jeremy, great to have you back in the program. When you have the uh, the first of the uh, Triple Crown races today down there at Churchill Downs, you can understand why West gets dressed up for the occasion here. I, I gotta yeah. ask you, I gotta <laughs> ask you, Jeremy. First and foremost, you know we had Patrick Maher on in the first hour. The excitement I could hear it coming through the phone today. With this 20-horse field, it just always feels like the Derby is a little bit different. Without Bob Baffert there this year, does it feel different to you for that purpose? Yeah, but he's got two horses here, and they're trained by his assistant, who's not been with him in a decade, Tim Yachtin. But Bob's assistant trainer, uh, Mr. Barnes, Jimmy Barnes, has gone along uh, in the transfer portal, to use a college sports uh, term. <laughs> uh, so, you know, the, Bob's horses here are Taba and Messier. Uh, they have Jimmy Barnes. They have the same grooms. They've moved to different stables. Uh, Tim Yachtin knows the Baffert program. So th- this is kind of like one of those, like a manager who's not managing the team, but, you know, the the club knows how to run itself, that kind of deal like that with the other members and staff. So I don't think there's going to be a big difference in terms of the performance uh, of Baffert's uh, former horses that are in this year's Derby, but it's definitely a different feel without him. I mean, he's kind of the face of horse racing, right? I mean, he is the face of horse Mm -hmm. racing uh, over the last decade. And so that is a real situation, but just like, you know, you hear teams say, you know, it's about the front of the jersey, not the back of the jersey, that kind of thing like that. The Kentucky Derby is a brand that does not need Bob Baffert. It was huge before Bob Baffert. It'll be huge after Bob Baffert. Uh, but he's the biggest name on the back of the jersey. And, you know, obviously with him not there, it's different. Uh, but the horses are still there. And the horses he had, who were the two best he had this spring, both got here. So they're now with Tim Yachty. We'll see how they run. Jeremy, we're underway here in Churchill Downs, I believe about 12 minutes to post from race three. So a full program down there in Louisville. But the main event here, race 12, the Kentucky Derby. And post time is going to be at 6.57 Eastern time down there in Louisville. What kind of track conditions are we expecting? Because we've been seeing, okay, 
rain rain is going to be happening, whether thunderstorms are going to be happening, we're not sure. But are we expecting kind of a sloppy track perhaps at around 6.57 at post time tonight? Um, you know, I'm a decent handicapper, but a lousy weatherman. So, <laughs> I, you know, I mean, there have been years we've been down there. And for many years, I've worked with NBC Sports. And we were, uh, as the lead statistician and researcher, I've kind of retired from that after 17 years. And, you know, we, we would sit there at the TV set and all of a sudden the national anthem would queue up. I remember 2016 when Nyquist won. I've never seen a harder rainstorm during the national anthem, and I believe it was Little Big Town, the country band, uh, that was singing the national anthem that year. They played through an absolute hurricane, it seemed like. And then the horses came out on the track, and the two favorites ran one, too, you know? So even if we get an off-track, you know... These horses are going to run their race. And in terms of pedigree, most horses today kind of have a lot of the similar bloodlines that have been dominant over the last few decades that are all pretty good on off tracks, you know. So I don't think it's going to make a major factor. I would not make a single change to my handicapping, whether it was fast or sloppy, with this year's particular field. There are no horses in here that look like they can't stand up in the mud. And that's what you really want to avoid. Like if a horse has already run on a muddy track and run terrible, then fine. You know, then I think you want to take it into consideration. But I don't think anybody's going to inherently move up and improve because of the off track. And really, if you haven't seen it in their past performances yet, I think projecting a horse that would run terribly on a muddy track is probably fool's gold, too. So stick with your handicapping. If it rains, be glad you're watching it on TV. Uh, talking all things Kentucky Derby with Jeremy Plonka. Jeremy, it's been a long time stay, since Giacomo, an extreme long shot, uh, came out of this packed field to, to win the Kentucky Derby. When you look at it, because there are 20 horses out there, does it lend itself more to long shots potentially cashing? Or do you think at the end of the day we're looking at chalk here uh, in about, what, uh, eight hours or so? Well, there's like $5 million in the wagering pool already as of the last toad update that I saw. And there are five different horses between five to one and eight to one. So there's a big five to this group. There's no question about that. And they're pretty evenly matched, according to the public. And I would happen to agree with that. You know, Mo Donegal, Epicenter, Messier, Zandon, and then Taba, the inexperienced horse from California, who was the former Bob Baffert trainee, has been brilliant in two starts. I think the favorites will have the top end of this Kentucky Derby. You're always looking for trifectas, which is the top three, superfectas, the top four, to try to fish in there and get some prices on the bottom end. But I'll be very surprised if that big five that I mentioned doesn't take the first two slots in this year's Derby. They appear to be the right ones. Now, one of the reasons why favorites have done really well in the Derby in recent years is horses near the front of the pack have all been the best horses in the race. The early speed horses were the top quality horses, and they just kind of led Amerigo around around there. This year, I think the horses who make the lead is the four, Summer is Tomorrow, and the 17, Classic Causeway, who are both big long shots. And Zozos in the 19 could also be sent early. The first two or three horses, as they go around the first turn on the clubhouse turn, as we call it in horse racing, they could be big long shots this year. So the race could set up a little bit differently. And when we have a big upset in the Kentucky Derby, it's generally when they go too fast early, mm. everybody falls apart and it becomes a battle of attrition late. And some big long shot who's not brilliantly fast but has stayed stamina clunks along and wins it so i do think the pace dynamic this year is a little bit different than what we've seen in some recent years derbies where the best horses were also the fastest early and they just dictated the marathon so jeremy let's talk about some of those big five as as you termed it and one being a horse number 10 zandon flavian pratt in the irons chad brown trainer of this horse this horse did win the bluegrass stakes uh worked his way through traffic and like you said tired horses kind of wearing down at the end and that's how uh, zandon was 
was able to get past the runner-up in that race. Smile happy. Uh, do you think that this horse is the deserved favorite, at least based on the morning line? He was in the morning line, but right now the current odds says Anton's around seven to one, I believe. Yeah, seven to one right now. So he's co-third choice. Epicenter and Tabor are both five to one in the early betting. I do think the late money in this race is going to come in on Zandon. He's trained by Chad Brown. A lot of big bettors follow uh, different handicapping products and tools that that Chad Brown's horses in the sheets, as we call them in horse racing, his, his horses are usually very strong on the sheets, and his horses take a ton of money from smart sharps in horse racing. I would expect, like, you know, the wind pool of the Kentucky Derby is filled with school teachers, office pools, right, firefighters. Everybody's got to bet on the Kentucky Derby, so the sharp money kind of gets buried a little. I think early on, those sharps are betting this race at 10 o'clock in the morning. I think the late money in this race will come in on Zandon. Uh, I think he's the most likely winner of the race because I think they're going to go fast early, and he'll be rallying late. Uh, I love this race in the bluegrass, as you mentioned, and uh, I think Zandon's a major contender in here. His jockey, Flavian Pratt, has been California's best for the past couple of years. He did win the Derby a couple of years ago when maximum security was disqualified. And you might recall Country House being promoted to the Derby winner a few years back. Uh, so Flavian Pratt has a Derby win, but it has an asterisk behind it. Uh, he's got his best chance on his best contender in the Derby. And he already won the first race on the card today. So Flavian Pratt's off to a good start uh, uh, on the program. So we'll see how his day turns out. But he's one of America's absolute best riders. Got a couple minutes to go here with Jeremy Plonk. And Jeremy, I know every single year America wants to know, is there a horse or horses here, maybe a couple, that you actually think could win the Triple Crown this year? Are there any great horses in this field that you say, yeah, they got the potential to win all three? Well, I think maybe Taba or Epicenter might be those two if, if they're going to be because Taba's undefeated, untested, has run two really, really fast races. So if he were to win again, you would kind of think like Justify back in 2018 who only had three starts for Baffert back that year. Like you think, okay, they're just that much better because he has no business talking Taba. He has no business in his third career start winning the Kentucky Derby. So if he does... He's something else. You know, mm. he's something special. Then you say maybe he is a triple crown kind of horse. The other is Epicenter because he's just put together the best resume all year. He's pounded out four big stakes races down in uh, New Orleans. He's looked great doing it. Uh, he's a horse who's like keeps running throughout uh, without a break in his training. He ran in December, in January, February. A lot of these horses took part of the winter off and came back like March, April. So if he like wins the Kentucky Derby, you say, well, he's the kind of war horse capable of going through all three legs then because he has just been in go mode since last year. So I think Epicenter would be another one. But I'll tell you, an early uh, an early thwart to the Triple Crowns, there's a horse named uh, Early Voting who uh, Mo Donegal just barely caught in the, in the wire at the uh, Wood Memorial. He's sitting back in a waiting for the Preakness Stakes. And I think early voting is a as an early tout. If you can get a Preakness future in any of your places out there, uh, I, I I think he's going to be a, a really tough horse in the Preakness Stakes. So whoever wins this Kentucky Derby is going to have a big challenge next, just getting through the next leg to get to the Belmont Stakes. So this is a good crop. I mean, we I usually don't get to the Derby and say there are five horses that I really legitimately think can win. I usually have it narrowed down a little bit more. There are five this year. So get an early bet on early voting if you can get it at the Preakness. Hey, Jeremy, uh, appreciate it and enjoy the run for the Roses today. We appreciate your time and information as always. All right, everybody, catch some tickets. There Thank we you, go. Let's get it done. Uh, when we come back here, Wes going to be joined by Carl Johnson going down to Mississippi, down at Biloxi. Come on back. It's the Lombardi Line right here on Vista, the Sports Betting Network.
Kentucky Derby is today. And right now, VEASAN is offering you a special $9.99 Kentucky Derby betting guide with previews of all the horses and jockeys for every race, plus best bets for the entire weekend, including, of course, today's run for the roses. Pre-order your copy now, $9.99 at VEASAN.com slash Derby Guide. That's VEASAN.com slash Derby Guide. Back alongside West Reynolds, I am Dave Ross. This is the Lombardi Line. At West, I appreciate you coming in here on short notice. We want to wish uh, Michael Lombardi good health. Get back and uh, get back in the program soon. But you know what's so great about today, Wes? Is we've got Carl Johnson joining us now from BetMGM at Beau Rivage down there in Biloxi, Mississippi. And I believe he's kind of brought Michael to the program <laughs> with him. Good morning, Carl. How are you, sir? Good morning, guys. How you how you guys doing this morning? I do, you know. I just, uh, uh, you know, I love dealing with uh, uh, Lombardi on the weekends, and I just thought in his honor that yes. he would have Lombardi on his own show. I think that is apropos. I think it makes total sense, and it's great having you and Michael with us today on this Saturday. Uh, Carl, obviously, we're all fired up because it's such a great uh, day for gambling across the country here. Pick your sport, and you can you can find something that you like today. What are you seeing handle-wise here for the Derby down there? Will that be the, the most bet and, and sought-after action today? Yes. Yeah, for us, it will be. Um, you know, the crowd yesterday for the Oaks and for, for the entire card uh, at Churchill and the other tracks was phenomenal. Um, and it's, uh, you know, it's carried over into today. It's, it's really exciting. We got so much going on today. Uh, really looking forward to it. Carl, uh, as you mentioned, a packed sports calendar today. And uh, before we get to the playoffs, uh, 17 games in Major League Baseball. Mm. Seemed like half the card last night got rained out, especially on the East Coast and in the Midwest. Uh, Are betters at your store getting into baseball now, or is it pretty much okay? Well, we just got out of the NCAA tournament. Now we've got NBA and NHL playoffs, or do they wait till the summer, or are they getting into it now at your store? Yeah, you know, they're, they're starting to get into it a little bit. You know, baseball is one of those things, you know, it's a, it's a very popular uh, SEC college. Uh, uh, they, you know, they love their SEC right. baseball mm-hmm. down here. Uh, but, uh, yeah, they're starting to get into it. Uh, it'll pick up as the summer gets by. And, look, so, you know, yesterday we had, you know, six total games that got canceled. So I want to make this point to the betters out there. Uh, you know, uh, the, today and tomorrow, you're going to have some some pitching staffs that are uh, pretty wore out uh, with playing these double headers. Uh, so you may want to. It may be a good idea to look midweek next week at some of these overs on these totals. Hmm. That's just because it's been trending under. But I think this is a very astute observation. And Carl, I believe conspiracy theory. They just took the day off because of the Phillies giving up those seven runs in the ninth on uh, Thursday to the Metropolitans. They needed a full 24 hours to recover after what happened there in the city of Brotherly Shove. Let's talk a little NBA playoffs with you very quickly here, Carl, because uh, speaking of Philadelphia, they get a big win last night against Miami to kind of revive uh, their, their hopes in that series. Down south, are people backing Miami? Are they buying into the number one seed? Or is there a little caution now from the better after what we saw with Joel Embiid back? Yeah, you know, hey, what a game last night. I mean, the 76ers, uh, they needed to play that type of game. Um, You know, as far as our betting public down here, um, you know, they're betting Miami. Um, As a book, we need Philadelphia to win this series. But, uh, you know, how about that performance last night with Embiid? Uh, I mean, 18 points. 11 rebounds, uh, and you know something, I was laughing, you know, because I, I listened to, to Michael's show, I listened to you guys, you know, all week, and, 
you know, Michael had uh, got on a little rant about uh, Harden last week, and I, <laughs> I noticed that, uh, you know, Harden was plus 27 last night. Uh, he had 17 points, eight rebounds, six assists. Uh, so either either he heard Michael's show or either Michael's uh, friend Bill Berman somehow contacted Harden and told him to get off his butt. Or there's no uh, King of Diamonds Gentleman's Club no. in the city of Philadelphia like there is in Miami. That maybe could be a reason. I'm not I'm not saying. I'm just saying, I guess, uh, with uh, James yeah. Harden. His reputation precedes him. But, uh, Carl, we do have two NBA games today, and uh, both series tied at one apiece. Uh, early afternoon game, 1230 Pacific, 330 Eastern. We're getting Boston and Milwaukee. After Milwaukee just completely shut down Boston in game one, where the Celtics, I think, only shot like 29% from two-point range, they figured out, okay, we got to shoot some threes, and then they made a bunch of threes against Milwaukee. So one-to-one, looks like Smart is going to go. Where are you seeing the action today, game three, Bucks celtics Yeah, so right now, I mean, we opened this game, uh, Bucks minus one-and-a-half, 212-and-a-half. Uh, we're still at the same number, but the uh, total has ticked down to – to 211 and a half. So, uh, you know, we're getting some underplay on this one. Uh, and generally our betting public down here, for whatever reason, they, they bet, they, they bet the Celtics. Uh, so, um, yeah, it's going to be a good one. Mm, that's an interesting one there. And out West, uh, again, we'll find out how those series are going to play out. We have Golden State taking on Memphis in Game 3 today. And, Carl, I kind of like what I've seen out of Memphis and just the way that they're – it's not disrespectful, but it's almost like to say, hey, we know who you are and what you've accomplished, but we really don't care. And we're trying to take what we think is ours now. Are you seeing that reflected in the betting public that they're starting to believe that Memphis is very viable in the series? Yeah, you know, all season long, our, our crowd has bet Memphis, um, you know, I guess because of just the location, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, you know, it's not really that far from us. Uh, it's a good ways away, but you know, in relation to Golden State, uh, you know, it's close. But, uh, you know, we opened this uh, Golden State six and a half, 225 and a half. Uh, we're still right there. And, and you're right. You know, Memphis is, uh, you know, all year long, they, they're, they're the type of team that, you know, they're not scared of anybody. They'll get physical with you. And, uh, you know, I think that's what we're seeing a little bit in this series. Carl, for many years, uh, down where you are, down south in Louisiana and Mississippi, they said, okay, hockey's not going to work mm. in the southern, southeastern part of the United States. It absolutely has. We've got a couple teams down in the southeast in the playoffs, uh, namely Nashville, who's a big underdog at home to the Colorado Avalanche, uh, down 2-0, the only series where a team is down 2-0. Do you get hockey handled down there in that area? I know it's SEC baseball, SEC football, and, and, and everything like that, but do you get hockey action now, especially when you get into the playoffs? Yeah, you know, believe it or not, you know, for the last couple of years, we have really developed for, for I know the reason, but we have really developed into a Lightning's uh, book. I mean, uh, you know, we get, uh, you know, our marketing department here has got some, some uh, flights flying out of that area. And I tell you what, you know, they're, they're, of course, they're not as good as they have been in the past, but uh, we get a good crowd in here for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very interesting because I think people assume, oh, it's just not that big a handle. Yeah, you're starting to see it, and I'm certainly, uh, certain you are seeing that action come in on the Lightning as they're down two games to one here in that series against Toronto. Carl, very quickly, because 
I'm a big fight guy, okay? So I always want to know what the handle's like down there in Biloxi when you have a big UFC 274 card, and it's a very deep pay-per-view tonight. But you also have Canelo Alvarez, uh, and maybe right now the star stars in boxing. Are you seeing more handle come in on the boxing or on the UFC card? Yeah, no, we're definitely UFC. I mean, you know, the boxing, you know, even though it's enjoyable to watch and everything, you know, you know it's the, the betting problem with boxing is like, like tonight, I mean, Canelo's, uh, we got him at minus 550. Uh, you know, it's just tough to bet that sport. You know, I mean, you just got to lay so much. Uh, and typically when when people do bet it, they, they typically bet the underdogs and take the plus money. Uh, but we are a, a, a pretty solid UFC book. Uh, we show every uh, every week on, on pay-per-view. We catch the main events and all that. So, uh, yeah, it, it, we're definitely more UFC than boxing. Yeah, it's kind of unfortunate because this is a big fight, obviously. Great Canelo, fight. Canelo Alvarez, uh, always on Cinco de Mayo weekend or the mm -hmm. nearest date, is the draw out here. And he's getting uh, Dimitri Bivol, uh, the uh, Russian uh, fighter who I believe is undefeated. He but is. Nevertheless, uh, it's so it's so hard to find these fights. It is because yeah. like you know it's on this streaming service or that streaming service because it used to be Carl. Uh, we're older. We're old enough to remember where it was on HBO. It was like <laughs> okay, we knew where the fight was going to be. We knew where we could get it, oh, but yeah. uh, unfortunately, not able to do so anymore. Yeah, that's right. You know, and and you know, I I don't know about you guys, but I mean, if you try to, to try to order this package at home, it's pretty expensive. Mm -hmm. You got to almost have a party, a viewing party, to. To, to do it. <laughs> I, I used to actually watch them on closed circuit, gentlemen. That's how old I am yes. back in the day to watch those. I would pay the freight to they go would, watch And them. they would always have like a local card, yeah. you know, three or four live fights, and then they'd show like Ali Spanks or, <laughs> you know, one of the Tyson fights yeah. in the arena. It was always a, yeah. a great promotional tool. Hey, Carl, really appreciate the time here on a Saturday uh, down there in Bloxy, Mississippi, and thanks for bringing Michael on the program with you today. We appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, no problem, guys. You guys have a good day. Godfather, get better. We'll see you down the road, and I'll, I'll text you later. There you go, Thank everybody. You, Carl. Carl, jo Carl Johnson down there. With Michael MGM. behind him. He's, uh, <laughs> that's the way he's uh, going to get back on the air there. Oh, I'm back. He's, he's always I'm there. I'm back. He's always, it's his show, of course. So I uh, really appreciate Carl taking the time here. But it is interesting because, again, you're finding that the UFC now mm -hmm. is taking more handle, to Carl's mm -hmm. point, than you're seeing on boxing. Well, uh, there's a, a benefit to being a partner with the uh, worldwide leaders, so ESPN. ESPN Plus, you can still get it on traditional pay-per-view. Yeah. Thought we were going to have two title fights, but only one, as we know, based on what happened on the scale yesterday in we'll, Phoenix. We'll get into that in a little bit when we come back here and put the finishing touches on this edition of the Lombardi Line right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. <laughs> 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears, <laughs> crying. Tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas? Well, you can convert those BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resort properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is a sports betting premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager in the Bet. MGM app. So sign up with the BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions do apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Back alongside Wes Reynolds, I am Dave Ross. This is the Lombardi Line right here on VEASAN. And Wes, as you know, shameless plug, uh, as uh, first strike each and every week, I think we do a fantastic job. It's up now. You should listen to it wherever you listen to your podcast. But it was a bizarre taping of the show, if you will, yesterday, 24 hours ago, because as we're doing it, we're hearing the news that Charles Oliveira, Bronx, has been stripped of his title at the weigh-in mm-hmm. because he missed weight by I know some people say only a half pound. It really, that notwithstanding, the rule is the rule. Couldn't you, make don't, you don't get the uh, half pound allowance or the one pound allowance no, in a title fight. You that? do not. So Dubronx couldn't make the 155. Therefore, he loses his strap. Now, to me, I was already on the side of Gaethje uh, before this news broke. Now, it does change my handicap in a couple regards. And I talked about it with, in the first hour, Jordan Sherwood. Because I do think now, stylistically, Dubronx might have to fight differently then maybe he was going to fight 
knowing that he's fine and the weight cut's not a problem and physically he's okay. We don't know those things, right? We do not know if internally there is an issue as to why he couldn't make weight. So that does change my mentality of how this fight might mm-hmm. go because I think at first blush, when you look at the fight, you would think Oliveira would want to take this fight deeper right, and kind of extend the fight against a guy like Justin Gaethje, who you know is going to start off fast. Does it change your handicap at all, knowing that Dubronx couldn't make the weight? I think it has to a little bit. But by the way, this is the fifth time in his career that Charles Dubronx Oliveira has missed weight. Now, the other four times, remember all those years he was trying to make 145? And then he finally got to 155. And the first time you saw him at lightweight, it was like, this guy looks great. This is his natural weight. weight. Yes, and, and, you know, misses it. I think he was actually... Uh, I think he was, what was he? He was on weight and then stopped cutting right he before said the weigh in. He, he tweeted out, wait, check. Yeah. No, 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 no. Uncheck. Take yeah. that off. Like, I, I guess he had stopped cutting because, look, he looked he looked pretty damn dried out on boy. that scale yesterday. And nevertheless, uh, still the main event, though. Mm-hmm. Still obviously a big fight, but only Justin Gaethje, as you mentioned, can win the title. We've seen that reflected in the betting market. I feel like you probably got on it early and got a good number. Yeah. But now you're seeing only at plus 110 at BetMGM. I think this was at as high as 40, 50 yes. earlier in the week. So, uh yeah, uh, what is the? Re- I think the record this year, guys that have missed weight do have losing records. Uh, it's, it, in Rob these Font. It happened last week in the main event yes. with Rob Font, and it, and it changed my handicap when Rob Font missed weight last week because I liked Font going into it, and then that is a flag. And to your point, it's reflected in the betting market, and you can understand why because if you watched the fight last week with Cheeto Vera, it felt like Font faded a little bit mm-hmm. as the fight went on, and it did go all five rounds. So again, we we don't know if that's the way it's going to play out but I do also think it should affect your handicap for the totals because again you would think Oliveira if he doesn't have the stamina now to go five that maybe he tries to get this this fight done right. earlier rather than later yeah because I'm seeing in the market right now about one and a half rounds over 190 mm-hmm. maybe two dollars because we know Gaethje gets in firefights he does for better or worse uh, more often than not for the better of course of over the course of his career but yeah, if you want to go two and a half, it gets juiced to the under minus 150. That's at a couple faraway places. That's pretty much going to be standard, I think, wherever you go. But, yeah, I don't know if I could back Oliveira to lo- to miss weight in a title fight. Man. And know that you can't win the title. That's hard for me to back him, but I feel like the value has been extracted on Gaethje at this point. Totally agree. And, again, I, I did see uh, a, a picture or a meme out there yesterday on social media that said, and knew – and it showed the scale with the belt because mm-hmm. we've never had the scale. The scale is currently the champion, but Justin Gaethje can change that later tonight. Uh, very quickly, I did want to talk about the big boxing match. We touched upon it a little bit. Sinking a mile weekend, of course, you have Canelo Alvarez out there. You know, the, the, the only loss for Canelo, and you have to go way back to when Floyd Mayweather beat him up. Mm-hmm. Right. And a lot of t- a lot of people look at that fight. If you remember that fight, and I do remember it well, that, you know, Canelo was the big guy. And now he's going to be chasing around Floyd Mayweather. And he got a boxing lesson that day. It almost feels like almost a decade removed. It could be a, a, a different story here where Canelo now will be the naturally smaller man against yeah. Dimitri Bevel in, in, inside that squared circle tonight. And I kind of think Canelo could use that experience that Floyd gave him a lesson 
And Canelo might deal that out tonight to Dimitri to win yet another crown. I see Canelo winning this fight via decision in all 12 rounds. Do you think he gets it stopped? Because, again, it's a naturally bigger guy he's going up against. And let's clarify this, too, for folks, because I think people know Canelo as the champion. This is not for his title, though, by the way. Because he won, uh, he became the super middleweight, the first undisputed super middleweight champion six months ago, 11th round TKO win over Caleb Plant. So now he's taking on Bevel, who is the WBA light heavyweight champion Mm -hmm. that'll be at the T-Mobile in Las Vegas later tonight. Bevel, uh, dominant decision victory over Umar Salamah back in December of 2001. He was a minus 2,000 favorite wow. in that fight. Obviously, a much different story is about anywhere from a $4 to maybe $5 dog. Uh, and look, he's defending against the number one pound-for-pound guy in Ring Magazine right now, and that is Canelo Alvarez. Now, Canelo could be looking ahead to the potential trilogy with Triple G if yeah. he goes ahead and wins tonight. I think he opened just a little bit less than $4, now seeing minus $5, minus $5.50. So, yeah, I, I think that this is, though, a, a step up for Canelo, even though he has the total package. He's got the power. He's got yeah. explosive combinations. He can attack the body. He's a great counterpuncher, the speed and the ability. So he's going to be the smaller man here, but I think he is going to be the faster man. Yes. And he, look, he's taking on all comers. I mean, this is the guy that's beaten Triple G, that's beaten Daniel Jacobs, that's beaten Sergey Kovalev. Oh, it's a who's who. Billy Joe Saunders, Caleb Plant, the list goes on and on. So he's faced the best of the best. He's been in a big fight. This is a big step up, obviously, no doubt. for the Russian fighter. He's never experienced anything like this. Uh, but Dmitry Bivol is the bigger fighter, uh, six foot versus five seven, which is the height of Saul Canelo Alvarez. The reach only about an inch and a half, though. Mm-hmm. So so not as big of a reach as you would think. The frame is obviously going to be a little bit bigger for uh for Bivol. So the way I would probably look at this or the way I would attack this would be Canelo by decision. That's I don't know if Canelo is gonna be able to knock out a bigger guy necessarily. But by decision, if you can get like maybe minus 150 or Much better, better obviously shop around, that would be the way I would look because I don't think Canelo is going to come out like hellfire and brimstone. No. I think he's going to be a little cautious and kind of, you know, check this guy a little bit and say, okay, I got to feel this guy's out. I got to feel this process. Mm-hmm. But but Bivol, even though he is the bigger guy, he is not really, he's more of an accuracy fighter. He's not really like a power puncher necessarily. So Canelo, it's going to take him, I think, a few rounds, but eventually you got to think he's going to work his way inside, kind of break him down, a lot of counters to yep. the body. So that's, I think, the plan of attack for uh, for Canelo Alvarez, the undisputed super middleweight champion. And hopefully, and this is why you just subscribe to Point Spread Weekly. Uh, that was my write-up in there. I have Canelo by decision to get that better price tag here. I just think he's going to put on that lesson that Floyd Mayweather showed him about a decade earlier. Okay, we got about two minutes to go. Uh, you were wearing that fantastic carnation because it's it is. Now, it's now wilted. Though, so uh, is it? we're gonna we're gonna have oh, to make it. Oh, you uh, retired it? Yeah, yeah. I started to lose a pedal, so we're gonna have to uh, when we get the uh, when we get the line change here for the next <laughs> program, we're gonna try to see if we can make it work because it was kind of. That's the thing. The last time I put those things on, yeah. I had a date to help me put those on. Yeah. No date at eight o'clock on a Saturday morning. So, uh, and and really all others hours hours of the day lately. But uh, I digress. Yes. So, yeah, you know, I needed some help uh, with that. So I do have. Uh, well, it is the run for the roses, of course, in the Kentucky Derby. Well, today. Jeff Parles is uh, getting ready to come on next, so maybe Jeff can try to rock that uh, throughout his maybe, show. Maybe uh, Jeff's uh, lovely fiance has helped him yeah, with she, these, yeah, and he can absolutely. help me. Absolutely, because I'm sorry, I'm of no help. In that regard, in the final minute, do you have a victor today in the Derby that you like, or are you still? 
kind of mapping through it. Well, I'm still going to make some more plays on the exotics. I haven't Ooh. done as many of those yet, but the one I was targeting was Taiba, the Santa Anita Derby winner, maybe West's best year, and mm. uh, Tim Yachtin uh, slash Bob Baffert. Even in absentia, could get a win here at the Kentucky Derby, but a lot of the betters are taking that because they notice, okay, we've got a 12 to 1 on essentially a Bob Baffert horse, and Jeremy Plonk mentioned it earlier. That is getting the early morning money. I've seen it as low as 5 to 1 now. Ooh, that's going to be very interesting. Of course, I'll be uh, watching closely as well with all the events going on today with UFC 274, the, the boxing, we've got NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs. We got everything. Want to thank Patrick Maher. Want to thank Carl Johnson, Jeremy Plonk, Jordan Sherwood, Will Hill, and Wes Reynolds for coming in early on a Saturday. Jeff Parles is standing by. Michael Lombardi, get better, buddy. It is your show after all. Thanks for watching right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.